Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us is Fred Barnes. And Fred, you read an interesting piece about how Donald Trump can actually bring the disparate parts of the Republican Party mm-hmm. together. And you start off with a brilliant observation. You want Donald Trump in the White House because mm-hmm. you don't want him out of the White House. What did you mean by that? Well, if he were out and he was still the leader of this the large faction of the of the Republican Party, maybe half of the party, uh, and he come close in the election, then it would have been the the party would have been more divisive than ever. But inside, uh, uh, two good things happen. The party can be brought together, uh, the grassroots and the uh, the more elite parts of the party. Uh, the elites have to respond to Trump because he's now their president, <laughs> and the grassroots uh, folks uh, uh, were already there. And also, he can be contained as president. The pressure of the job that naturally changes you, and often in in, in good ways, um, as but, opposed to kind of roaming the field like yeah, his populist cavalry, yeah. waiting for an opportunity to to rush in and cause trouble and run back out again. Exactly. And can you imagine the kind of press coverage that would get Trump? I mean. He's always going to get press coverage. Uh, He'd be getting it uh, when he's, you know, like Jeb Stewart or somebody, you know, racing through (laughs) in in guerrilla tactics against the against the party whose nominee he was. What is who becomes important when Donald Trump is president? Well, I think of two people in particular. One is Paul Ryan, the House Speaker, and the Mm -hmm. other is Mitch McConnell, the Senate Majority Leader. Look, they have thought of this before about about Donald Trump, that he has several issues that he has one on. One is immigration. The other is trade treaties. But it's a short list. And he needs us and we want to help. Uh, and, of course, uh, for the last year, Paul Ryan has worked up what he calls the better way uh, issues that Trump is actually for but just hadn't campaigned on. And he can produce some for them. There are things like tax reform, which is one of the top ones. Obamacare is one as well. Now, Trump did talk about that some, but it wasn't one of his fundamental issues. Right. And so they uh, can offer Trump exactly what he needs to flesh out a huge agenda largely conservative, and that's what Trump will be working on. He won't be like some guerrilla warrior uh, outside the party. You know, one of the concerns was that after an election, people Mm -hmm. tend to rally around the flag. Mm -hmm. You know, if Hillary had won, Mm -hmm. the Sanders people would have been there and Mm -hmm. whatever. But the concern was that Trump's flag was somehow unique, that there Mm -hmm. would be Republicans not be able to join it. You've seen some prominent Mm -hmm. old guard Republicans say in public and in print, urging their friends, don't join the administration, yeah. stay away. Yeah. Does that concern you? No, it doesn't concern me, but I think it's very uh, uh, stupid on their part. Mm-hmm. Why would you uh, have your friends uh, stay away? You're not doing them any favor, and they can have influence inside the administration. I would think the people who agree with you, and this is particularly in the foreign policy area, if you want the country to be better, if you want Donald Trump not to be pursuing some of his uh, more bizarre ideas about foreign policy <laughs> that we heard during the campaign, you know, things like maybe right. uh, South Korea, and Japan ought to be ought, ought to have nuclear weapons and so on. Uh, then you want your people in there, so that that's bad advice. And you're and, and if you're giving that advice and particularly making it known in public, you're going to be pilloried. The party is uniting behind mm-hmm. Donald Trump because he's president. That, that actually they did a, a, a good deal of that in the mm-hmm. last couple of weeks of the campaign. But now more than ever, Trump can be. Affected, he can be persuaded. He can. Some people asked me after um, uh, Paul Ryan was reelected to his leadership position mm-hmm. unanimously. Yes, not a single mm-hmm. vote against. Mm-hmm. Why? How did that happen? Us? <laughs> Trump's being absorbed, and I said, "Well, that's one way to look at it. The yeah. other way to look at it is." 
the party is unified. Yeah. And, you know, Brian mm-hmm. bit his tongue and mm-hmm. stayed as mm-hmm. on the back of seat of the Trump train. If you went to the really to the caboose yeah. right on the rail, he yeah. was there. And mm-hmm. McConnell, you know, st- stayed on board. Look, and now was, they've all r- rallied around. Who is responsible for the vote inside the Republican House conference being unanimous in favor of retaining Paul Ryan as House Speaker? Donald Trump was behind it. If he hadn't anointed it, if he were not getting right. along with Ryan now, if they were not talking every day by phone, if they were not discussing the agenda and this and that, how would, what are we going to do with Obamacare and so on? Well, not what they're going to do, but how they're sure. going to do it. Then, uh, then it wouldn't have been unanimous. If Trump had said, I don't want Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan would probably not have been reelected as speaker. I think he probably would have stepped down. But, but that's not the case. Trump who is a smart guy, after all, is now the president-elect, and he realizes he needs Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell and a lot of others on on Capitol Hill. Uh, Let's conclude with this. How much do you think people are uh, rallying around Donald Trump, and how much do you think they're rallying around opposing his enemies? Because Mm -hmm. you couldn't ask for better PR for Donald Trump than people shutting down interstates yeah, at drive time and yeah. reporters <laughs> weeping on television and mm-hmm. overwrought headlines. I love the uh, the headline about Trump has steak dinner without press. Yeah. Worrying <laughs> signs about transparency. I know. What? Tra- what, you want to check his appetizer order? Yeah, What's the problem? Which fork he used? I mean, yeah. in a, mm-hmm. I could, I, I've heard from a lot of people who are never Trump fans mm-hmm. who are really loving what Trump yeah. is doing yeah. to people they also don't like, yeah, like the New York I know. Look, it always helps to have the right enemies the, <laughs> yes, uh, because people feel if you have those enemies, those are our enemies, too. And so mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be on your side. Tr- Trump has brought out the worst in the press mm-hmm. and the worst in uh, at least an element of, uh, of left wing Democrats. Uh, and <laughs> Trump is bound to love it. Uh, Mike, you, know, you and I love it, yes. and, and and a lot of other people do too. But my favorite thing to read in the Daily Mail and other papers have done a great job on this, and that is following up on those uh, Democrats or, and and then particularly mm-hmm. actors and actresses who said they would leave the country if, yes. if Trump were elected, and to see them try to wiggle out of it. You know, this this woman Chelsea Handler who right. has yes. some TV show, mm-hmm. she says, "Well, uh, my staff has told me that I'm indispensable here. I can't." <laughs> The country needs me here, and uh, uh, others uh, have uh, have. Uh, uh, my favorite joking. one, though, know, yeah. is uh, Samuel L. Jackson, who's a great actor. Yes, and he said, "Well, if Trump wins, I'm going to go to South Africa." Well, now he said he acts like like uh, people are trying to drive him out, and he said, "I will not leave the country in which I was born and lived my whole life." And, and that's fun. <laughs> the funny part was in South Africa, the press was really interested in this. They wanted. No, when's he coming? You know that that would be a, that would be a great coup for Absolutely. for South Africa. Absolutely. Samuel L. Jackson coming. Well, sorry to tell the South African press he's not coming. Fred Barnes, thanks so much for joining us. Always great to have you on the podcast. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com for great articles, commentary, and yes, the podcasts on the podcast page. Better still, go to iTunes and subscribe to the Weekly Standard Podcast. They'll automatically appear on your laptop, iPad, iPhone, whatever. That's at iTunes, the Weekly Standard Podcast. Thanks so much for your time. I'm your host, Michael Graham.